0: Can the art of hospitality be taught? According to Jana Usher, founder and CEO of Jana Divine Hospitality, it can be, as long as you have the heart for hospitality. Jana is a hospitality expert and coach who was born into the industry and now lives to serve those who serve in it. If you manage a restaurant, hotel, or a team within one, This episode will show you how investing in a hospitality coach can be just what you need to start a positive cycle of service, satisfaction, and sales. If you are a hospitality employee, let Jana's passion for people and enthusiasm for opportunity show you what is possible when you commit your heart to divine hospitality. I'm Jen Salerno, and this is The Courtesy Block, a Chip Off the Room Block podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the RuneBlock podcast. Today, we have a courtesy block episode, short and sweet, coming at you with a hospitality expert and coach, Jana Devine. Welcome, Jana Devine, to the RuneBlock. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Yes, thank you. The pleasure is mine. When we had our uh, our getting to know you call a, a few weeks ago now, um we had such a fun time. So, I'm very excited to get you on the sh- on the show. I know I totally agree. We were kind of like drifting
1: off and just talking about life stuff and I feel like the energy between us was
0: so good. So,
1: I like I'm so happy that you invited me on the show. Yes, of
0: course. Well, your your passion is really what got me because you know, you just seem to have so much enjoyment for for the hospitality industry and all that it is and has to offer, and and the potential. So, which I'm very excited to have you talk us through what you see. You know, the the potential that you see, because that's pretty much what you do with your company, Jana Divine Hospitality, right? Yes, that's right. So my um, company in general
1: focuses on coaching management and training staff in providing elite guest service to their guests. And the other part that we really focused on is to, um, you know, help management to be excellent leaders and provide a happy and functioning healthy work uh, environment where people and staff, especially now these days, are feeling welcome and appreciated and acknowledged. And, you know, uh, just just a whole environment in general. It's, it's, it's a two-way street, but our main focus is really to train both sides in just creating the best thing that both of them need from each other kind of
0: thing, you know? Absolutely. It has to be a give and take. You know, I mean, it, it's it's a conversation that that I've had before on the show, you know, as far as your employees can't do the job they need to do unless management is giving them the tools that they need, you know, but it's more than just the tools, right? I mean, it's it's the whole the whole culture and environment.
1: Absolutely. So it's so I mean, tools are very much the the very big starter, like without proper tools. And, you know, if people wonder what we might what we mean with tools. It's obviously mm-hmm. the, the work tools that we're talking about, right? Like, for instance, if we take a waiter, it'd be great if they can please have proper trays to to work with and no trays that are slip and slide when they put glasses on, they slide everywhere, but like proper good trays, or like proper uniforms or possibly even a laundry facility where the staff can just give their laundry and receive it in the morning clean back of course not every facility has that and not every establishment but i'm saying that would be a, a nice tool or like maybe you know a little space where the staff can have a quiet lunch we can you know where they can take like a, you know a little break and be away from the workspace it's, it's it's just other tools too you know wine keys proper rags for cleaning um, for
0: polishing glasses, enough cutlery, and so on. Right. I mean, honestly, it's like taking care of both the physical and mental aspect of, mm-hmm. of what it takes to work in this business, which is extraordinarily intense, as I think we've both experienced. So before we get too far down the road of what your company does and mm-hmm. and all that you have to offer, could you tell us how you got started in the hospitality in the first place? Sure, sure. So um, I basically, you know, I was born into this. So Mm. my dad,
1: um, my dad was a well-known chef in Berlin, Germany, and my mom, she used to manage a a housekeeping team in a medium-sized hotel. And when I grew up, I basically was either at the hotel or at the restaurant. And the environment just of the fast pace and the multitasking and the loud voices, you know, from restaurant to kitchen or even inside the kitchen, the hot stoves and the, you know, fresh ingredients and, you know, the fresh fish and the fresh cut meats and stuff was really what had a huge impact on me when I was just a little girl, you know, not even knowing what they're doing, but like the atmosphere and the energies that I was exposed to kind of, yeah, marked me for life, I wanna say. And then, you know, when I started to get older, there wasn't ever a discussion with my parents of like, so what would you wanna be when you grow up? It was kind of like, and not that they told me or, or assumed or projected it on me having to go that route. But for me, this was, it's gonna be something in hospitality. I just don't know what yet, but it's gonna be something in this environment. And, You know, my very first job was actually at Burger King. Oh,
0: really? (laughs) Yeah, And
1: I was was so proud. You know, I was so proud. I was the little girl with 14 years that was only allowed to work two weekends in a month because that was the law in Germany for a specific amount of hours. But let me tell you, I gave it my all. In those little hours, I cleaned the tables. I made sure that the dining room is nice and perfect, that the chairs are all aligned. And, you know, I took a lot of pride in really doing a good job, right? Because I've seen mm-hmm. my mom always telling her employees and her trainees, like, you got to do this and don't forget to vacuum the corners and please remove the furniture and also dust in a correct way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then I heard my dad talking to his employees, you know, do the dishes right and, you know, cut that meat correctly and weigh it off correctly and, you know, package it correctly and all of that. So, I wanted to do a good job of really that. And I, it just evolved from there. You know, it just, with every year getting older and every step further, I, you know, started walking my path. <laughs> and everything so far was really in the world of hospitality. Like I have done here and there some other small things, but really my main, upper main career was always everything in hospitality
0: in mostly restaurants or hotels too?
1: You know, both. It was kind of like an equal thing. It was really an equal thing. So hotels just as much as restaurants, but once I, um, you know, really fell in love with the actual craft of fine dining service, it Mm. did uh, went a little bit more in direction restaurants, or I got focused on restaurants in beautiful hotels. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh, Which,
0: yeah, that's always. Yeah, it's, it's it's fun to contribute to the the uh, the guest stay by by having that beautiful fine dining experience within the hotel itself. Totally, and you know, I um, uh, me personally, I'm not
1: very a bougie person. Like, I don't consider myself very <laughs> bougie, but I always loved being in an environment like that, like especially working in an environment like that always did something to me. I just, I just really loved it, you know, because at times they were very difficult guests and those were actually, till this day, my favorite, to be honest with you, because it's a challenge. It's a challenge to serve them in a proper way, how they expect to be served for whatever they pay or whatever they want to receive in return. It's a challenge sometimes to really see see yourself still as a servant but not be a carpet to somebody but still acknowledge that your your position is really to be serving people and it's a fine line of you accepting that within your own self character and not feel in a sense pushed around or shoved around because this is really the industry you know every person that picks to work in the hospitality industry is really a servant
0: to guests Exactly I mean you, you have to have that as the foundation you know I mean you say I, I live to serve or whatever <laughs> but I mean in in a way that, that you kind of have to to start with that and realize that that is your purpose in in the role if you're if you're in this industry you know, you are there it's not about you and your experience it's about what you're doing for the guest and their experience correct correct so it's it's, it's an absolute mindset that can be trained
1: it can be trained and and is that where you come in (laughs) i i would say so yes i definitely i definitely like to take on uh, that responsibility with me and my company to really help owners and staff members to really develop a internal love for this industry even though They're just doing this as of right now for a jumping board to get to the next goal or because it provides good money or because it's just a job that they got right now or no matter what. But, you know, there there is really something beautiful in this industry and through motivation and through trainings and through teachings and through one on one coachings with the staff and staying on site with them after the trainings it's it's really amazing how staff really does turn around after they're getting a little bit of guidance and a little bit of structure and a little bit of just, you know, planning things out for them where they feel that they're included and they're part of something bigger other than just coming to work. And I, I think, you know, when we are creating something together where everybody gets out with a win, for instance, if we are... Creating a good structured plan and teaching staff how to really make money for themselves, how to really create more revenue tips for themselves through our teachings, how to speak to guests, how to engage with them, how to upsell, how to do all these things. They're going to be happy because why would they want to go anywhere else? They make enough money at your spot. And then also, it's the same way for the owner a win because if your staff produces revenue for you you're going to make more money too so why mm-hmm. would you exchange them why would you want to let them go no you're not going to let you're not going to let diamonds go no you're not <laughs> you're going to help them to be even better by here and there bringing in a coach that kind of like maintains or updates or puts a little bit of regulations or rules or boundaries or whatever you are in the need and helps you a little bit for a small period of time. And then all you need to do is just maintain, you Mm -hmm. know, and then obviously the guests are the main winners because they feel the energy inside the establishment, you know, regardless how good we're trying to hide our frustration in the back office, or we're just gonna storm out and, you know, just calm down in front of the restaurant or whatever. People really do pick up on energies and they do pick up on a, organized and functioning place versus an unorganized chaotic place. People do pick up on that. And let me tell you, at that point, it does really not so much matter how good your food is because if the whole environment inside and if your servers are not, or hostesses, servers, managers, whoever, are not really providing a warmth environment, people won't come
0: back. I would believe that in a heartbeat. I mean, I love going out to eat and mm-hmm. you know, staying in hotels, whatever it may be. I mean, it, it's a big part of my pre-pandemic life and hopefully right. post-pandemic <laughs> life as well. And you can 100% tell when the staff has been trained properly and when when they are, are serving with, with the very best intent and that it's coming from... A place um that that they've been empowered to to have that and to do that, so I agree it's just a one big cycle
1: it is and and most of the things are really being able to be trained now. I'm not able to train somebody whose heart is really not for people or really the person is so extremely shy that they have such a hard time just even introducing themselves at the table. That might be something that every individual really needs to look at and be like, you know what, maybe this industry, which is a very exposed industry, right? So regardless if you are a busboy or a food runner or a waiter or a manager, you should not be shy, <laughs> you know, yeah, because you're true. going to mm-hmm. be interacting with people, a lot and um you know if you if your personality is very you know shy and you really have a hard time speaking in front of a group even even it's just a four or five top i mean that's almost like a small group right there too right It's it's going to be challenging you know and so that that is a little bit something where i feel like i'm not able to help that much in there but if the attitude is there and the drive and the willingness wanting to learn I'll teach anybody. Any Anybody is teachable that has a teachable heart. You know, like anybody Ooh. can learn anything, in my
0: opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so we're in this very interesting time of the industry, right, where uh, people are finally able to go mm-hmm. back to work and yeah. – or in, in, in higher amounts than they were before. Um, and, you know, as far as I know, it's still – a challenge getting people to come back to work. And I feel like there's clearly areas of opportunity here because, you know, I think a lot of people feel that it's because um, unemployment continues uh, or unemployment insurance continues. Um, mm-hmm. And then you've got a lot of people who say, mm, people just don't want to come back to the industry because it's hard. Yep. <laughs> it's tough. So I have to imagine that you see some areas of opportunity here for the service industry as we come out of this pandemic and kind of build from, you know, build from the start, right?
1: Yes. I mean, opportunity is given regardless, regardless COVID, not COVID, pre-COVID, prior, after, it doesn't really matter because opportunity is going to be there and it's up to each individual to either take it or to leave it. Now, yes, right now, I feel like it's very challenging for owners to find staff, period. Mm -hmm. That's very challenging for everybody right now. But in the same talking, I feel like when we are focusing on the accomplishment that we wanna go to versus the fear of, oh my God, I need bodies, oh my God, I don't know how to do this, and all of that, and you create more negativity internally within you, you will draw more stuff like that to you. So I feel like the more you are staying relaxed and in control and understanding that this is a time we are all in this together and I am going to do my very own best that I can do as an owner to my own business, as the leader to my staff, Honestly, I do feel like things will work out somehow for you. And I don't know, this may sound like, you know, like a fantasy to some people, or this maybe just sounds like crazy to other people. But that's just really my own true belief in myself and what I really believe in. But people these days have bigger opportunities and options than we had prior. You know, like staff has more opportunity right now to pick their workplace, to be more picky to expect more things you know Mm -hmm, and and sometimes you know and sometimes i think that was a big part missing in the industry where people felt like there were just numbers in the industry i'm just a number that works at this hotel or i'm just somebody that works at this establishment and i feel like the time really did came where owners of any establishments are not only focusing on how to make revenue but everything really what hospitality is about what in my opinion was a little bit forgotten you know which is which is what is really hospitality what, what was your first vision why did you open your doors why did you wanted a restaurant in the first place like why was it was it an intention of trying to just make a ton of money or was it because you wanted to be you know, contributing to your community and you wanted to, you know, just fulfill your dream and you wanted to just cook your mom or your grandma's recipes. Like, really, what was it, you know? Right. What was the way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like people really have a great opportunity now to be just honest with themselves. And if the right intention wasn't maybe behind why you opened up your space or your establishment, maybe it's a good time to rethink and maybe invest your money into something where I don't know, it would maybe make more sense because right now it is challenging. you know, and if you right. if your heart and your your whole inner is really not in this and you're really wanting to be you know a, a restaurant owner or a hotel owner, casino, country club, you name it. Then you might really want to reconsider,
0: well, you know, I like the facts that you you mentioned before. You said, oh, maybe this is just my my point of view. And you know it it sounds idealistic, perhaps. but you're also presenting a very real fact, and that if you want to be in this business, like you honestly have to be the right kind of person and do it for the right reasons. And mm-hmm. the why, like we've seen time and time again. If your why is only about making money, not only in this business, but really in any business, (laughs) if that is your only, your your main reason, then Mm -hmm. it's probably not gonna work because there has to be a, a bigger, deeper mission and purpose behind having a business and especially a business that is in the hospitality industry. Especially then because again, hospitality
1: is about people, period. Yes. It's a, it's about its people that work there. It's about its people that provide the work for the people and it's about people coming and enjoying the service that they're paying for. And if if this is not
0: enough reason, then I don't know, you know, what is. I totally agree with you. And the, everything that you're saying, you know, you're giving a lot of reasons why somebody might want to consider hiring uh, a hospitality coach because there are people who own or run restaurants or hotels or whatever it may be. And okay, fine. So maybe maybe someone within management has been brought in just to to run the operations, mm-hmm. um, and maybe. They're not the ones that have this deep why behind them for some reason, but yet they're the ones responsible for the staff Mm -hmm. and, and making sure that everything's running smoothly. So there, enter somebody like you who can come in and kind of infuse the staff with that overall purpose. It's unfortunate to think that you have people in the business who are just working on it and doing it but it's it's the fact they're you know not not everybody has this deep heart for it but yet they are managing they're leading nevertheless so enter a coach like you who could come in and present the deeper reason and purpose behind what it means to serve and and truly have you know a guest first experience Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. So, Um, you know, because back in the days, that's
1: literally how the industry went about it. You know, they had coaches come in all the time. And then that's how these specific in-house, you know, in-house training methods got developed and in-house people that actually took care of just the training itself. And they had their own training departments within the hotel or something like that. And then, you know, moving forward, this was kind of like forgotten. You know, like really coaches coming in and, and helping, training actually. And to me, it's a difference to, so the way, the way I envisioned my trainings was always that I wanted to have the possibility and opportunity to stay on site after my trainings were completed. Because I do believe that we learn very well from learning by doing and not learning by looking. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if I don't give or if I am, for instance, giving a seminar, you know, or a server training or a host training or, you know, a a management seminar or an upsell training or whatever it may be, and I just give the seminar and I leave, how can the staff understand from just sitting in my seminar alone what the proper execution can be or should be if they've never possibly even done such thing prior. Because here it is not a given that people are taking other people at the hand and showing them look like, this is how you open up a bottle of wine and this is how much you pour it and this is how you serve it and so on and so on. It's kind of like a one, two week training where some other staff member you follow some other staff member and they just tell you how things go where the serving station is you know how much napkins you need to fold what your site work is and that's pretty much it but if you don't know the craft of actually providing service who's going to show you that like how do you really carry five plates from what side do you put put down a plate you know like a meal from what side do you remove it why is it like that how do you remove tablecloth in a proper way Why is it that way? How do you put a proper tablecloth on? There's all, there's all reasons for certain things, you know? And <clears throat> same with the craft of, for instance, champagne or wine service, cigar service, just upselling, talking about the product, such as liquor or wines or cognacs or champagnes or food, allergies, all of that it makes really a coach, a coach and a trainer, a trainer, because you're actually teaching the staff these fundamentals and why they are the way they are. And then guess what, once they learned it, they can work with these kind of standards that, in my opinion, I train, they can work in any restaurant. And actually also in Europe, because my training really stems from Europe, because I was born and raised in Germany. And um, you know, I'm not saying you're gonna be the best waiter in the whole world for receiving a training from me, but I am saying that, the fundamental standard, the one on one service, the ABC of service, you will learn a hundred percent. You know how to execute specific things in a proper, elite
0: way. I feel like I remember you saying that you you had trained in in Europe. And mm-hmm. I mean it is a it is a different standard over there. I mean that that is where the hospitality schools, you know, the the excellence stems from.
1: And I'm, you know, I'm by by all means, America is a beautiful country. I I, I live here on purpose. I've chosen this country for a specific purpose, obviously, because I feel America is very beautiful and it's huge, hugely giving people in general opportunity, period. And, um, you know, obviously there's amazing things here, too. Um, And just like there's amazing things in Europe and each country has certain things that the other country obviously don't have or doesn't provide. But, um, you know, I I just love the industry of hospitality. And I just want everybody that really is in this for the right reasons to just strive and stand out from the crowd and not necessarily out of competition views, but just because let the guests decide. they who they rather want to go to let the guests just be like you know what tonight i'm going to go to a b and c and tomorrow i'm going to go to d e and g you know like who who cares like let them decide where they want to go but why not give everybody the opportunity to be the best that they can be with the tools that they have you know with the space that they have with the concept that they have with the establishment they have Everybody can be the best in their own
0: environment if they want to. Yes, and it's in no matter what the what the role is in, you know, within within hospitality. Like you said, you know, whether you're bussing tables or you mm-hmm. are uh, a server and and taking orders and and running food, whatever it is. I mean there's ways you can be the very best that you can be at any of these things. And like, why wouldn't you want that? You know, why wouldn't you want to have that, that knowledge?
1: Yeah. And I mean, I can, I can understand. Sometimes it is scary because obviously, you know, everybody is needing to, you know, earn money because we all have bills. We all have families. We all have, you know, things that we need on regular basis. And sometimes it does, it does seem like an investment, to bring in a coach, for instance, but what I really want people to be aware of is, is you're not investing right now and you're losing the money. I don't want people to see it that way. I would, I would love for people to see it as this investment that I'm making will fundamentally make investments for me in return. Because mm-hmm. when your people are money making machines on the floor, and they know how to upsell and they know how to treat guests in a proper way. And your guests are happy and they're giving you amazing reviews and they're coming back. You're going to make money. Definitely. You know, so it's, so it's kind of like an investment in your own money rolling ball if you want to call it that way or however people want to look at it you know but you gotta you gotta put something in and you know business owners know this you know b- business people know this you gotta invest something to get something out of it like no you
0: know there's no yeah no, money no to make money <laughs> right you know <laughs> yeah no you're right you're right well so again, it's just your, your heart for this is really what stands out to me and your passion for giving people, you know, just the tools to be the best that they can be. But how has this changed you? How, how has working in this industry or as a coach, how has it changed your life? What have you learned from it?
1: you know i've like so since i started my own company um even prior to that for basically all the other employees employers that i worked for i've basically done what i'm doing right now on my own for such a long time and you know my career and my outlet hospitality was always an outlet to anything that was happening in life you know so when things were really not so good in my personal life because certain things just didn't go the way they needed to go. I always had at least this where I knew that when I come to work, I'm going to see amazing guests. I'm going to have a good team. You know, I'm going to have fun what I'm doing because I personally love being a waiter. I personally loved running floors. You know, like mm-hmm. I, 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 am just, to me, this was actually a happier place to be at work instead of not being at work. And, you know, obviously, I was single, I didn't have a whole lot of responsibilities, you know, I could work as much as I wanted to, I could travel to places I wanted to. And then, you know, obviously, when I settled down, and I had my son and all of that things changed. But I feel like it did change me from a very young age, understanding that respect and really wanting to go the extra mile for another human being, even though you might not get anything out of it is just okay by me and it's exactly what i what i feel wanting to do because i saw what it did to that person Mm. you know they were happy and they were so grateful and thankful and it cheered them up or you know i mean There's so many examples where guests of mine literally would wait in line just to sit in my section, or like guests would bring me beautiful gifts to the holiday seasons and just thank me for just providing them one or two times service at the restaurant, you know. And and it's you know it it's you either want to do this or you don't, you know. It's this is really something each individual person has to decide for themselves, you know. You either are a people person or you're not. You know, it's, it's kind of hard to be like, oh, I'm gonna come to work and I'm gonna fake it today and I'm gonna try to make a bunch of money and just put a nice smile on. And you know, and believe me, it's tough because even if stuff really are difficult in your private life, you, this has nothing to do with your job. Nothing, you gotta learn how to leave your own problems behind because the guests that enter, they want to be entertained you know they yeah. want to have a good time they want to enjoy their lunch meal dinner t- whatever it might be wedding what- whatever it might be you know and they don't need anybody moping around
0: them or having bad energy or you know nobody needs well, right, that. they didn't ask for that exactly you know i mean it's right and that's where the whole um you know, the concept of empathy really comes into play, I think, mm-hmm. because you've got people who you have to think about the fact that they're going out to lunch and maybe or or dinner and it's a special occasion. And like mm-hmm. so, what can you do to make make that special occasion be as special as it really is supposed to be for the guests, you know? And so the fact that your soul is fed by giving other people you know, either the gift of knowledge or, or service or ability to serve or whatever it may be. I mean, it really speaks to the fact that, you know, you obviously have that empathy and you understand, well, you know, really it just is you have the heart for this.
1: Yeah. And yeah, and I do also believe that people are just stumble in the industry because of, like I said, specific reasons and people that thought like, oh, I could, you know this will never be anything with time they they learn how to grow in this and like i said anybody that has a teachable heart can be teached anything i truly really do believe that too um so you don't really necessarily have to have the first passion and love coming in this or like wanting to have the drive like i'm gonna be somebody in hospitality but like if you are choosing to come in just know that your opportunities actually can be great and big depending on your own vision, I guess, too. You know, right? I mean, if, if you don't you know, if, if you if people have a difficult or a challenging time with envisioning themselves in specific things or with specific positions, then it's going to be more challenging for them, you know, but anything is possible at all the time you know and i'm just here to help execute their vision i'm not here to change anybody's you know original concept or anything i'm just here to help enhance whatever you already laid down whatever was created in your own mind in your own heart i'm, I'm just here to enhance it and help you out to just find a good execution plan on how everything can just work like a nice oiled machine so that there's no issues from the front to the back of the house or the back of the house to the front or the managers and the staff, the upper management to management. Like it's all a cycle, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's all about really good functioning communication and also just sharing and being transparent with knowledge that we all individually
0: have. Right. Definitely. Well, so on that note, speaking of knowledge, how can we find you to share that knowledge with us? <laughs> if, if, we have, if we have listeners who who are interested in getting in touch with you, what's the best sure. way for them to do that?
1: Sure. So they can find me on my own website, which is uh, Jana Divine Hospitality, and Jana is spelled Z A N A, divinehospitality.com. Um, the same is also on Instagram, Jana Divine Hospitality. Uh, same on Facebook um same on linkedin on linkedin it's my name jana usher you can find me on linkedin and you know i'm always open for a consultation i am open to have a cup of coffee in person a virtual coffee over zoom or anything else that people maybe are looking for so just anytime give me a call and let's make your vision
0: bigger Ooh, very nice! And I can absolutely <laughs> concur that Jana is just a fun person to talk to, <laughs> and just a, a a wonderful person to to wax poetic about hospitality and the wonderful industry that it is. So, thank you for doing thank that you. with me today on the show, Jana. Thank you so much. I'm so, so, so very blessed that
1: I have gotten invited by you. This was so much fun and I really do appreciate you too for doing what you're doing on your end to give people a voice. Like, I really appreciate that.
0: Oh, well, thank you. It's, it's important for me to do that and, and just any way that I can help push our industry forward is what I want to do. So right. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you also so much.